What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the JC Pro Show, where we discuss all the things about starting up your own online business and how to survive and thrive as an online entrepreneur. My name is Justin Kappen Pro. I am a startup business mentor, branding strategist, and digital content creator that specializes in aiding and guiding startup business owners just like you to monetize your unique gifting, talent, or idea and build a profitable and scalable brand leveraging the power of social media marketing. I do not waste my time and I choose not to waste yours, so let's dive right in. What's up, guys? Welcome to my replay viewers. Thank you guys so much for jumping in and checking out my broadcast. Sorry I missed you live. I'm so glad you guys took some time to check it out. What is up to my live crew this morning? Great to see you all this morning and so glad to have you here. I appreciate you guys coming in to hang out with me on this Thursday morning. Shirley, what's up, girl? She's ready to go. Brian, what's up, man? Alex, what's going on? Thanks for coming in, buddy. Tracy, Brianna, April, I see you guys. Thanks for coming in as well. I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. Today, we're going to be talking about morning routine that elusive thing in the morning how do you figure out how to create a perfect morning routine that fuels your productivity and and empowers your day to be as productive as possible we're going to talk about how to create your i said your perfect morning routine and i'm going to preempt this real quick by telling you that everyone has a different morning routine everyone has a different schedule i am not trying going to try to fit you into a box today but rather i'm going to give you some very specific things that i would just challenge you to think about i'm going to give you some questions to answer for yourself and i'm going to give you a formula so you can create your own perfect morning routine and that does not involve making everybody get up earlier i'm just going to say that right off the bat because there's a lot of misconception about the early bird gets the worm and that the only the most productive and successful people on the planet get up at 5 a.m every morning there's something to that we'll discuss that but i'm not going to make you get up earlier that's your choice if you want to but more but rather my mission is to give you the formula so you can figure out what your best morning routine looks like and create that for yourself so good morning to all of y'all cheers and good morning to you i hope your morning beverage is delicious sherry good morning to you i see you sylvia great morning to you i'm glad you're here jackie what's up girl thanks for coming in guys grab your pen grab your paper get ready to take some notes hang tight and i'll be right back right back with you hold on All right, y'all, Justin Cap'n Pro is my name. JustinCap'nPro.com is my website. I'm a startup business mentor and a branding strategist that specializes in helping amazingly talented, gifted individuals like yourselves turn those passions, those giftings, those ideas that you have into a profitable and scalable brand, leveraging the power of social media marketing. If you are new to me, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you're watching on the replay, you're pretty cool too. And I'm glad you're here as well. I'd love for you to drop me a hashtag replay and feel free to comment throughout this broadcast. If you are on the replay, I do see those comments and I do respond to those as well. All right. Good morning to you, Matilda. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Appreciate you being here. Uh, also, just a quick FYI. So today we're talking about morning routine. Tomorrow, 
we're going to talk about how to schedule and plan your ideal week, how to create a map for your ideal week and schedule your success in advance. So today we're going to talk about that those mornings, and then we're going to take what we talk about today, and tomorrow we're going to talk about how to plan out an entire week to plan ahead for your success. That's tomorrow. I'd love to have you join me here tomorrow as well at the same time, same place. All right? So let's dive into it today, guys. We're talking again about how to create your perfect morning routine. I said your perfect morning routine. I'm going to share with you today what I would consider to be the formula for creating a highly effective morning routine that empowers your productivity. Disclaimer, couple things I'm not going to do today. I'm not going to fit you in a box and tell you what you have to do. Rather, I'm gonna give you the formula to make your own decisions about what you want to do, what you need to do for your own life and for your own schedule because every one of us are wired differently. Everyone's, every one of us have internal clocks that are programmed differently and everyone have, every one of us have different lifestyles and circumstances in our world that kind of make up the way we go about our days. So I'm not going to be fit you in, into a box this morning, but rather I'm gonna help you design your own box. Secondly, I'm not going to force you to get up earlier. You're like, are you crazy? Um, I, well, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about the getting up early thing uh, because there's something to consider with that, but uh, but there's something that's more important than that, which we're going to discuss, all right? I'm going to start you out with a quote of the day by John Maxwell. I'm sure you all know who John Maxwell is. Kelly, what's up, girl? Thanks for coming in, girl. Appreciate you being here. Uh, John Maxwell says, you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. Do you all agree with that? I... 100% agree with that. I have gone through seasons where I have been highly disciplined in my morning routine, and then I've gone through seasons where my morning routine has gone by the wayside for a variety of reasons. Summer becomes challenging, you know, when, when the kids' schedule changes, and I've gone through, you know, periods of I get out of my rhythm of uh, adversity and difficulty and sickness and things that'll happen where your morning routine can kind of go by the wayside. And, but I have, I have found, I've been in business for almost seven years. I have found that when my morning routine is on point and I am disciplined to, to execute on a daily basis what I know I need to do, the rhythm of my business follows and the results come. And I tell you, whenever I find myself in a lull in my business where I feel like results aren't happening and things aren't producing the way they're supposed to be, I can almost always tie it back to the way I'm executing in my mornings and the way I'm going about my day. So I believe wholeheartedly, again, John Maxwell says, you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. Terry Little, what's up, buddy? The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. That's why we're talking about it. I believe daily routines are highly important, so we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna help you figure out your own perfect formula. So those guys that are taking notes, which hopefully is all of you, um, I'm gonna give you, just hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna give you 14 things today to think about. I didn't say four, I said 14, but we're gonna go through them quickly. I promise this broadcast will go as quickly as possible. It will not be more than an hour. I, I hope it is, I'm thinking 45 minutes, all right? Just, just, but we're just gonna talk through some stuff, all right? So cheers and good morning to that, good morning to you. I hope your morning beverage is delicious. I'm glad you're here, Kim. Appreciate you coming in, buddy, all right? Let's talk to it. Number one, I'm basically gonna ask you some questions, give you some things to think about, and then we're gonna, we're just gonna 
tie each of these pieces together, put some information to each one of these things. And then once you get all the information for all 14 of these things, you tie it all together and there's your morning routine. And then all you gotta do is go execute it, all right? The first thing I want you to think about, number one, is to determine how many hours you actually need to sleep. Patrick, what's up, buddy? How many hours do you actually need to sleep? I'd love for you to put it in the chat stream if you'd be willing to do so. I need to sleep seven hours. Seven is my number. Um, some people it's eight. My wife Courtney is definitely not seven. Courtney, Courtney is Courtney is more like nine for sure. And 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 how do you figure that out? For me, I just know that if if I can sleep at least seven hours, I feel great. I, honestly, I feel like if I if I sleep eight or even nine, I actually feel worse than at seven. Seven's my number. Um, I don't like sleeping in. Like even on the weekends, I do not sleep in. I get up at the exact same time every single day, seven days a week. I don't, I don't, you know, even on the weekends, I don't work on the weekends, but even on the weekends, I still get up early. I still stick with my rhythm so I don't mess up my sleep rhythm. But seven hours is my number. Surely at six. If you need to sleep nine hours, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to feel bad about that. I think, I think the world that we live in, especially the entrepreneurial world that many of us live in, um, there's the early bird gets the worm mentality. And then if you want to be successful, you got to get up before the sunrise and all that. You know, there, there's a lot to that. I think a lot of that is because the earlier you get up, usually you would say you would have more hours in the day. And, and so you can do more with your day because you're up early versus, versus those, you know, people that sleep in. But the way I look at y'all is listen, getting in tune with your body's clock is what makes for a highly productive day. I know people that don't get out of bed until 9am, but then they, their day runs through midnight. They don't go to bed at, until midnight. And that person, I'm thinking one particular person on my mind is one of the clients that I coach. He does not get out of bed until 9am, but he's up till midnight grinding till, and he doesn't go to bed till midnight. He is no less productive than me getting up at 5am and trying to be in bed by nine. Right? So it, it, it's not a matter of you're not a failure if you're not out of bed before the sunrise. It's not a matter of when you get up. It's a matter of making sure that the rhythm of your day aligns with your internal clock. All right. So uh, number one, determining how many hours you need to sleep. Now I'm I'm watching on Facebook currently and it says my video has paused. Are y'all with me? Everybody drop some comments in the chat stream real quick to make sure you're alive and well and we're rolling. I don't know why Facebook is doing this to me. Hang on. Hang on. I'm gonna hang here. I'm still hanging here. There we go. I think we're back. Maybe. Are we back? We're back. Here we go. We're back. We froze up for a second. Everybody still here? I think we're good. Everybody, everybody tell me, everybody give me a good morning, Justin, in the chat stream so I can make sure everybody's still with me and rolling. We may have had a brief Wi- You know, I'll make sure I'm on my good Wi-Fi account. Hang on a second, y'all. Because I have two Wi- Yeah, I'm on my good one. I got two Wi-Fi accounts in this house to make sure that live streams can go when they need to. Okay, I think we're good. Everybody here? Everybody with me? Everybody live and awake and rolling? Okay, we're good. We froze up for a second, but I think we're good. We're back. Okay. All right, now I'm going to have to go back and I'll have to clip that out of the video later. So that was at the 11-minute mark. We had a blip. Okay. Here we go. We're back. We're good. Everybody's here. All right. So that number one, again, is to determine how many hours you need to sleep. This is not necessarily about, um, not necessarily about rising early. It's more a matter of just figuring out your internal clock. Okay. Number two is determine when you want to be out of bed. 
All right. So I saw all your comments, how many hours you need to sleep. Now you need to determine when you want to be out of bed. I did not say when you need to be out of bed. I said when you want to be out of bed. And the reason why I use that word want is because I want you to choose it. Because when you, your, I think your bedtime or your, your, the, the time you arise in the morning needs to be something that you choose, not something that you feel like you're obligated to do or you have to do. Because if you take the mindset of, I have to get out of bed by six because that's what successful people do, or I have to be out of bed by whatever time. If you take that tone with it, it'll always feel like that every morning when it goes up. But, but when, if that alarm goes off at six 30 in the morning, because you chose that, and you know why you chose that, it'll feel different. So my my challenge for you is to determine when you want to get out of bed, all right? So for me, I want to get out of bed at 5.30. I choose that, I choose 5.30, that's my time, and there's a reason why, which you'll which you'll learn as, my, as we go throughout the rest of these points. But tell me your time. If you choose it, I would love for you to know in the chat stream. Let's just see when everybody's getting up. And I don't care, listen, I don't care if you get out of bed, if, I don't, if you say, Justin, I wanna get out of bed, by 7.45 every morning just so I can start my day with your broadcast. If that's what you do, that's fine. If some of y'all are like, I wanna, I, I wanna get out of bed at 10, well then get out of bed at 10. I don't care, it's up to you what, what your day looks like. Just know why you're choosing that time, all right? So when do you want to get out of bed, choose your time. My time is 5.30. That's when I have to get out of bed. All right, number three that I'm gonna give you is now you need to determine your wake up method. So not every one of us wake up the same way. I know some people in my life, some of y'all may be in this broadcast right now where you're wired in a way where that alarm goes off and you're just like, bing, I'm up and you are awake. I am not that way, believe it or not. I I, I take a minute. <laughs> like my, my, I need to, I need a, I need a second to process my situation in the morning. And so like, if I, if I want if I want to get out of bed at 5.30, my alarm cannot go off at 5.30 because when my alarm goes off at 5.30, I'm not gonna pop right out of bed. So if my, if I know I want to be out of bed at 5.30, I need 30 minutes to process my life, process my world. So my alarm goes off at five o'clock, all right? So my alarm goes off at five o'clock and I got 30, 30 minutes to just kind of wake my situation up and then I can be out of bed by 5.30. That's how my clock works. That's how my body works. That's how I do it. So you need to determine when you want to actually be out of bed. And then you need to determine if there's a wake up situation that needs to happen. You know, if some of y'all are like, I alarm is off and I'm up, then cool. Set your alarm for when you want to get out of bed. If you know you need to wake up a minute, then set your alarm earlier. And this is not a matter of snoozing. All right, so my, my alarm doesn't go off at five and then I snooze it until 5.30. I do not snooze my alarm all right rather my alarm goes off at five i turn my alarm off and i just kind of i lay there and i just kind of wake up and i get myself rolling and, and i just get my mind processing kind of kick things in gear a little bit and then i'm out of bed by 5 30. that's how my situation works so work yours out however it needs to but that is number three number four now we're going to reverse engineer your sleep time okay this is where most people don't go when they're talking about morning routine is today we're not, not just talking about morning routine, we're talking about morning and evening routine because I firmly believe that you cannot have an effective morning routine 
unless you have a disciplined evening routine. Your evening and your morning go together because what happens at night is the start of your morning. All right, so they got to go together. So we've determined we've determined how long you need to sleep. We've determined when you choose to get out of bed. We've determined your wake up method, what that looks like. Now we're going to re reverse engineer your sleep time. So if I know I want to be out of bed by 5:30, I want I need to I need alarm to go off at five, so I need 30 minutes to process my situation before I wake up. I need seven hours of sleep, so I need to back it up now. So if I'm my alarm's going off at five, I need to be sleeping by 10. All right, sleeping by 10. So what time are y'all gonna be sleeping by? Put it in the chat. When are you gonna be sleeping by? I'm gonna be sleeping by 10. That does not mean that I'm gonna be like. At 10 o'clock, I'm going to turn off the movie and be like, all right, it's time to go to bed. That means I have to actually be sleeping at 10 o'clock, which means same thing. If we're going to reverse engineer my sleep time, I need to figure out, I need to figure out, um, all right, if I'm going to be sleeping at 10, how long does it take me to go to sleep? Now for me, I'm a pretty quick go to sleeper. Anybody else like that? Like where your head hits the pillow and, and a, couple of breaths and you're gone. I mean, that's me. <laughs> it really drives my wife crazy. I think my wife, I would say Courtney probably, she probably, it probably takes her a good hour to fall asleep. And it just, that's just, she can't fall asleep immediately. She just can't. Anybody else like that? I, I'm, I'm like, my head hits the pillow. Poof. I'm gone. Like I'm out. I'm out. Just like someone hits me with a baseball bat as soon as I hit the bed. I'm gone. I'm out. So I know I can fall asleep quickly. So if I want to be, if I want to be sleeping by 10, I need to be in bed. Same with that 30 minute window in bed, getting sleepy, you know, ready to go by 930 in bed by 930. So then that means if I, if I need to be in bed, done, ready to go to sleep by 9.30, then whatever I have to do prior to getting in bed has to be done ahead of that. So this is going to go to number five. Your number five is to determine, determine your bedtime method and commit to it. So my bedtime method is I have about 30 minutes of things that I do prior to head hitting the pillow. All right, things like prepping my coffee maker, figuring out what I'm going to be wearing tomorrow, whatever clothes I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. Now, and I've done this for forever, even when I was in corporate. One of the things that we're going to talk about um, in a minute, we're going to talk about, um, where is it? Uh, prepare any, I mean, let me just give you this one while we're talking about it. So number seven, numbers, the number seven I'm going to give you is prepare anything that is annoying or overwhelming in the morning. So for me, I don't like taking a shower in the morning because it takes too much time. I hate not having coffee ready in the morning. It drives me crazy, especially I really hate cleaning a coffee maker in the morning. So I do that at nighttime. Um, I always figure out what my outfit's going to be the night before so I know what I'm wearing in the morning so I don't have to think about that ahead of time. It's just ready to go. Um, so, so and we're gonna, we'll dig into that a little bit deeper. But basically, you need to figure out what is your bedtime method what is your process every time it every time you go to bed at night how long does that take is it 30 minutes is it 45 minutes is it an hour whatever your process is when you decide all right i'm going to get ready for bed how long does that take and you need to build that into your go to bed method so mine is 30 minutes i can do everything i need to do in 30 minutes so again back to reverse engineering my sleep time if i need to be sleeping by 10 
means me means I need to be on the pillow at 9:30. So I need to be getting ready for bed at nine. That's my method. So I know nine o'clock. All right, I need to start getting ready for bed. I do my thing. I do my rhythm. I'm on the pillow at 9:30. I'm sleeping by 10. That's my evening. So everyone has you got to figure that out for yourself. You got to back this up. That's why I say reverse engineer it because we're reverse engineering basically where we want to get to by the morning. So I need a good seven hours of sleep uninterrupted if possible. I have a baby coming, so that's going to go out the window, but whatever. So I need alarms going to go off at five. I'm sleeping by 10 for me to be sleeping by 10. I need to be in bed by 930 for me to be in bed by 930 and you start my evening routine by nine. Does that make sense? Give me a yes in the chat if you're following me so far, all right? I don't want to get ahead of you. And if you have questions, feel free to ask them. Also, if anybody has any bonus tips or things that you do that you find to be really helpful, feel free to share those in the comments as well because I love all of our brain power on this type of conversation, all right? Uh, so that's number five. Number six is to eliminate decision-making tasks from your morning. Eliminate decision-making tasks from your morning. So... Anything that requires thought or decisions that that's important for your day, plan that the night before. I'm telling y'all, one of the things that I do, and I'll share this with you as well, um, I ask myself six questions at the end of every single day. And I do this methodically at the end of every single day before I hang up my work day. Usually this happens around 5, 5.30 at night when I get to the end of my stuff before I have dinner. So I usually I usually map out these questions and I answer these quick questions. It takes me about 30 minutes to go through them all before I quit for the day and go have dinner with my family. Once I have dinner with the family, then it's the evening goes to family. Uh, but these are the questions that I ask myself and you can write these down. Number one is what were my priorities today and were they accomplished? Well, you know, that's a very simple start because if I had... You know, if I had priorities, things that I had to get done today, and if they didn't get accomplished, then those are automatically going to move into tomorrow. So uh, what were my priorities today and were they accomplished? And the reason why you want to ask these, answer, ask yourself these questions is because I think a lot of people who really haven't figured out their balanced evening morning routine wake up in the morning try to get about the normal basic things like make coffee, drink some water, go to the bathroom, maybe take a shower, get myself ready for my day. And then you try to go into your day asking yourself, what do I need to get done today? What, what do I got to do today? And if you're starting your day with that question, you are already a train wreck. Like that should be figured out the night before. Like you should have that established the night before. So this is this is this will help you. I promise you. All right. So so again, we're we're eliminating those decision making tasks from your morning. We're going to establish those the night before. So uh, the questions that I ask myself, I have six of them. What were my priorities today, and were they accomplished? So let's say it's five o'clock tonight, and I'm I'm asking myself, what were my priorities today? Were they accomplished? And I think about the key priorities that I had for the day. Did I get them done? Yes, I'm good. Number two, what what are my priorities tomorrow? What are my essential non-negotiable things that I need to do tomorrow to keep me on track for the things I have to have done by the end of the week or whatever? Now, I'm not saying I need to have an appointment with so-and-so at two o'clock and I need to have blah, blah, blah. I need to, I'm thinking, what are my priorities? What are things that have to be accomplished and done tomorrow? I map out my priorities. And if you're not sure about, if you're not sure about what, what to put on your priorities, this is a great tip that I learned from... I don't even remember who I learned it from. I think 
Brian Tracy, I think Brian Tracy taught me this. Brian Tracy uh, does the rule of three. So the rule of three is if I'm trying to figure out what are my priorities today, I would ask myself, if I could only accomplish one thing tomorrow, what would it be? I, I'm only allowed to do one thing tomorrow. If I could only do one thing, what would that be? All right, if I can only do one thing, I write that down and then I put a time frame to it. I, how long is that gonna take me? Two hours, whatever. And be like, all right, if I could only accomplish two things tomorrow, what would the second one be? Same thing, put a time frame to it. And then if I could only accomplish three things tomorrow, what would the third thing be? They have to go in that order. Number three does not come before number one. And if you only have one thing to accomplish tomorrow, that's totally fine. You don't have to have three things. But if you choose to go up to three things, then that's good. But that's a great way to kind of figure out what are your actual priorities tomorrow. And I don't believe you should go past three because if you got three priorities, like let's say you, if you got three priorities to accomplish today, you have priorities. If you've got 17 priorities today, you have a mess. <laughs> Those are not priorities. That's, that's a hit list that'll never go away. All right. So one to three, the rule of three, that's how you do that. So back to my questions. I give you, I ask myself six questions at the end of every day. Number one, what were my priorities today? Were they accomplished? It's one, two, or three things. Were they accomplished? Yes or no. Number two, what are my priorities tomorrow? I figure that out. Do I have one? Do I have two? Or do I have three priorities tomorrow? Question number three is what did I learn today? I always try to capture something specific that I learned today because I think we can get so caught up in learning that we, we just learn. And I mean, we're constantly learning and absorbing so much, right? But do you capture it? Or does it just or does it just overflow into the stuff you're gonna to learn tomorrow? So I always try to capture at least one thing that I learned today. Question number four is what do I need to implement? Because right along with that, while we're so busy learning and learning and learning and learning all the time, sometimes implementation goes to the wayside. So I always try to capture at least one thing that I have learned each day and at least one thing that I need to implement each day and I make a commitment to that. Question number five is what could I have done better? Was there anything in my day today that I could have done better or more efficiently? And I don't always have an answer for that, but if I do, I can identify that. And then question number six is what could I have eliminated? Was there anything about my day that was a waste of time, that was disruptive in my day, that was a distraction? And I always try to identify if there's something that I could have done better, more efficiently, or anything that I could have eliminated from my day. Six questions, very simple. I answer all six of those questions, it takes me about 30 minutes. And what that does is that gives me a very clear blueprint for my day. Now, what I do after that is once I know what my priorities are for tomorrow, I get those ready in my desk space. So if I have a design that I need to get done, or if I'm working on a website, or if I have a, a, a project that I'm working on, any materials, any files, any anything that I need to do for that day, I get those out and ready on my desk. So I've got files, I've got notes, I've got things out and on my desk that's ready for my tomorrow. Again, I'm going back to my number six on my full list of 14. I'm eliminating decision-making tasks from my morning. So I'm getting myself completely ready for my day. Now along, so I, so I, I have all the stuff ready for whatever I need to accomplish tomorrow. Um, now what I'll do is this, this isn't in my notes, but this is just something that I do at the end of my day. When I have to get ready for bed and I'm in my get ready for bedtime. One of the first things that I do as I come down to my office, I sit down and I just look at everything that I've prepared for tomorrow. And I just 
take it in. I refresh myself on what my priorities are for tomorrow. What am I going to accomplish? And then I picture my day. I picture what I'm going to accomplish because we all we all know we only use 10% of our brains, right? 10% of our brains is, is our active conscious every single day. That means 90% of our brains is subconscious. Your subconscious is active while you're sleeping. All right, so what I do is right before I go to sleep, I come down, I sit down in my desk, I analyze and look over everything that I'm gonna be doing for tomorrow. This is literally a matter of like two to three minutes. I just look over everything that I'm gonna do. I picture the people I'm working for tomorrow. I picture the projects that I'm working on. I picture my day and I just, I put it all in there. And basically what I'm do, what I'm doing is I'm giving my subconscious its assignment while I go to bed. Because while I'm going to bed and I'm going to sleep, I'm gonna let my subconscious work on all this stuff while I'm sleeping. So then what happens is then you wake up and I, I like when I wake up in the morning, I am so crystal clear on what I need to do every day because I've programmed my subconscious the night before. Try it, I dare you. I dare you to try it. Whatever it is you're trying to plan and do every single day, try programming your subconscious the night before and just see how much clarity you wake up with and see how many new ideas you have and how fresh you feel because you're crystal clear on exactly what you need to do each day. Super powerful, all right? So those questions, those six questions, I asked myself that at the end of every single night. That was number six, again, eliminating decision-making tasks from your morning. Number seven is prepare anything that is annoying or overwhelming um, in your morning, prepare that the night before. So, you know, back to me, I, you know, things that are, you know, I don't like taking a shower in the morning because I feel like it takes too long. So I do that the night before. Uh, I hate preparing a coffee maker. I, I hate trying to figure out what the heck I'm trying to wear. Cause the other thing too is I'm up way earlier than Courtney. So I don't like having to turn a lot of lights on cause I don't want to disrupt her sleep. So I don't like trying to find clothes or figuring stuff like that. I just like having it ready. It's ready by the bed. I know what I'm wearing. Um, the other thing that I that really drives me crazy and disrupts me in the morning is if my house is dirty. I firmly believe clutter in your space is clutter in your mind. So a part of my evening routine is making sure that the house is clean. And you know, our house is pretty clean all the time. But but things like the kitchen, like 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 dishes in the sink, drive me crazy. Uh, anything on the counters, counters not wiped down, that type of stuff drives me crazy. Even my office space, my office has to be clean. That's just the way I'm wired. Not everybody's wired that way, but that's the way I'm wired. If I come down in, in my house, if I come down in the kitchen or something in the morning and the kitchen's a mess, there's dishes in the, in the, in the dishwasher or dishes in the sink, that completely disrupts my flow. So at nighttime, I go into the kitchen, I prepare the coffee maker. If there's any dishes in the sink, I wash up those dishes, I wipe down the counters so that the kitchen is completely clean. The coffee maker is set on a timer so when I come down in the morning, the coffee pot is brewed with fresh coffee, the kitchen's clean, I come down, grab my coffee, let the dogs out, do all that kind of stuff, and then I'm right down into my office. And th that's the way my morning flows. So whatever that looks like for you, however your morning flows, if there's anything that is annoying or overwhelming to you in the morning, can you do that the night before? That could be making, making you know, prepping lunches for your kids before they get off the bus to school. Um, whatever that looks like, you know, whatever, what, anything that's overwhelming, slows you down, irritating, annoying, anything like that, do with that the night before. If it's annoying to you to go scoop the dog food and put it in the dog bowl, then scoop the dog food, put it in the dog bowl and set the dog bowls on the counter so that when you come down in the morning, you just set the thing down. If that's annoying to you, <laughs> whatever whatever that looks like for you, 
try to clear anything that's annoying or overwhelming or frustrating from your morning and doing it the night before. Make sense? Put yes if you're following me so far this morning, y'all, and I'm giving you some ideas, okay? Cheers, y'all, and good morning. Cheers to a cheers to a powerfully productive morning routine. All right, number eight. I told you I had 14 of these. We're going pretty quick, all right? And let me know if you have questions, y'all, all right? Um, I see Kim says, I start with the morning with a 10-minute motivational video. Then I do 10 minutes of meditation visualization. I love that, Kim. We're going to go to meditation here in just a second. Um, number eight is to hydrate and move. Hydrate and move. Hydrate and move. First of all, what, I actually just started recently doing this, maybe about a month ago. Um, so one of the things that I that I struggle with being consistent with or have struggled with consist being consistent with is drinking water. I am trying to make that something that's a matter of intention. And so one of the things that I've been doing for about the past month or so is every morning when I get up and I get down and I'm doing my morning getting myself around in the morning, one of the things that I do is I drink a 20 ounce glass of water before I drink any coffee or do anything else, right? So a 20 ounce glass of water, I drink that 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 20 ounce glass of water right off the bat. I have found that to give me a tremendous amount more energy because I, I start getting yawny late morning. Like I start getting tired. And I think a lot of that's because I'm not drinking enough water. So we were on point number eight, hydrate and exercise, all right? Hydrate and move, basically move your body. So this is the thing with me about, about exercising, all right? So I've I've done the uh, I've done the the try to do an exercise do a workout in the morning um, because I, I know there's power in getting working out and and doing the workout in the morning but the problem for me is I'm a sweater and so if I do my workout in the morning I get heated up and I and and, and what I find is <laughs> if I do my workout first thing in the morning I can't cool my body down by eight o'clock to do my broadcast. I'm just, I'm sweating. Like I, I just can't stop sweating. I just, I just, my body just gets heated up. So I cannot do a workout in the morning. But what I do is I just do a, a, a small exercise, short exercise. I usually do a combination of jumping jacks, push-ups, some sit-ups, just a little bit of cardio, just, just to get my body going. You can do yoga. You can do some stretching. Uh, stretching I do as well. Stretching I find it to be highly effective. Just kind of it just gets your endorphins going, it gets your body going, and I think it'll just help you feel better. So if you're not the, don't feel like, you know, doing a little bit of exercise or movement in the morning has to be like a 30 minute blitz workout. It can simply just be just doing some, I mean, you can do morning yoga, you can find some videos on YouTube to watch or something, uh, just to get yourself going, but that stretching and movement is important. So hydration and move, that's number eight. Number nine is quiet time, meditation, prayer, and coffee. <laughs> That's when I usually get going on my coffee. So I spend an hour doing my quiet time, spending time with the Lord and spending time in prayer. That's from six to seven for me. So I'm out of bed by 5.30, my morning, getting myself around, doing my hair. Yeah, I do do my hair. Doing my hair, uh, doing all the morning stuff, letting the dogs out, all that kind of stuff happens in about 30 minutes. And I usually am in my office having my quiet time by six. Roughly some days it's a little past that, six, maybe 6.15. Um, but then I have roughly about an hour of time with the Lord. And the re I know I used to be 30 minutes, but I, I was finding that I was rushing myself through that. But I just, I really love that time in the morning. It's an hour for me. 
Um, I spend time in quiet. Sometimes it's with, sometimes I dig into scripture. Sometimes I just meditate. Sometimes I just, I just spend some time in prayer. Um, a lot of time that time in prayer, I go through and I pray for every one of my clients. I pray over my business. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's just time for me. It's just time for me to just kind of set my day and just ground, ground my feet into, into the Lord and into what I'm doing. So, so, you know, I challenge you to find that time, not rush, don't rush that time. Cause I think that time can be really powerful for you if you let it. Along with that, number 10 is I am intentionally grateful. Despite what is going on in the world around me, despite whatever I'm facing, despite how much stress I have in my life, I am always intentionally grateful. And I'm always, uh, my gratefulness is kind of a basically the way I wrap up my quiet time with the Lord is I spend some time in prayer. I pray over my clients. I pray over my business. I pray over my kids, pray over my wife. I pray over the things that I'm concerned about, worried about, you know, hoping for. I, I spend time in that. And then I, and then I thank the Lord for everything that he's blessed me with. I thank the Lord that I've got breath in my lungs today, that I'm healthy. I thank the Lord for the home that I live in for my family, for my kids, for the business that I have, for the clients that I serve. I thank the Lord that he gives me ideas that are anointed for breakthrough. I thank the Lord for creativity and for and for the ability to do creative work that I enjoy so much. I thank the Lord that the sun is shining today. If the sun is shining, I thank the Lord. If there's snow falling, if it's snowy outside, if it's freezing cold and bitter and miserable outside, I thank the Lord for heat. And the fact that my house is warm, you, you I tell you what, and being intentionally grateful will change your life, y'all. I challenge you to be intentionally grateful and to thank the Lord for everything that he's given you, no matter what that is, even if it's little, no matter how little it is. If you're taking care of a sick spouse, then I then thank the Lord that you have a spouse to take care of, because some don't. If you if you are sick and ill yourself, thank the Lord that you have the ability to be in a comfortable bed while you're recovering. You can always find something to be grateful for. I challenge you to be ten- intentionally grateful. That's number 10. Number 11 is stay off the TV and stay out of email. Stay off the TV and stay out of email. I don't personally believe that anything good can come from the TV or from email first thing in the morning. Do y'all agree with that? I mean, and the reason why I say that is because th- nothing good happens on TV. Nothing. Nothing good happens on TV. Don't even turn the TV on. And the thing with email is it doesn't mean that there's something bad waiting for you in your email inbox. But but oftentimes there can be disruptive things in your email inbox that completely disrupt your train of thought. Stay out of stay off the TV and stay out of your email first thing in the morning. Just don't go there. I I, I don't think there's anything. Nothing. I don't think there's anything productive that can come from TV or email first thing in the morning. Just keep that out of your morning routine. All right. Number 12 is affirmations and declarations. Affirmations and declarations. I am a, I'm a huge advocate for, for declaring over your day. Stating affirmations about what you expect of yourself, who you are. I am powerful. I am talented. I am gifted. I am beautiful, I am loved, I am needed, I am equipped and qualified to do exactly what I need to do. I declare over this day that the Lord is going to empower me to serve the people that he has called me to serve. I declare that the Lord is going to be is going to equip me with ideas to solve the problems that I'm facing today. I, de- I declare and, and decree today that the Lord is going to bless me in ways that I don't see coming, that I have unexpected increase coming my way. I can I declare 
and, and decree and affirm myself all day long about the things that I need to declare. But I always declare, and I specifically speak to challenges or frustrations or concerns that I have. I decree things over my body. If I feel sick, I declare that I'm whole and healthy and powerful. If there's stress or tension with my children, I declare that I've, I have unity in my family and that my children um, are, are, are blessed and, and, and equipped with grace and ease to go about the things that they have to encounter in school today. If it's stress in my finances, I declare that unexpected blessings are coming my way. Whatever that is, I, but I challenge you to get used to and get comfortable with affirming and declaring over your life every morning after you wrap up your time in prayer and meditation. Because I, I swear, if you, you go through this season or you go through this period of quiet time, meditation, prayer, then you go into being intentionally grateful and then you wrap it up by declaring and affirming and decreeing over your day, it's powerful. It's very, very powerful. So try to include, include that into your mix, all right? The last two I want to give you, number 13, is do something that stimulates, motivates, or inspires you. Do something that stimulates, motivates, or inspires you. That could be coming in and watching my broadcast every morning. I'd love for you to make me a part of your morning routine. It could be listening to a podcast while you're taking the kids to school. It could be listening to a podcast while you're driving home from taking the kids to school. Uh, it could be watching a motivational video. Maybe it could be reading a book that you're wanting to, that you've been reading that that stimulates you. Uh, it could be going for a walk. I mean, uh, if that's what stimulates you, do that. What, whatever that is, but but find a way just to do something that you enjoy that stimulates, motivates, or inspires you in the morning to get you going to kind of jumpstart your day. And the last one, number fourteen, is eat the frog. Eat the frog is tackle non-negotiables as soon as possible. Those are your priorities. I think it's, uh, is it, is it, is it, I don't know who coined that phrase. Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, can't remember who it was that, that coined the phrase eat the frog. But the idea of eating the frog is basically if you eat a frog at the beginning of your day, you can go about the rest of your day knowing that no matter what you do or don't accomplish the rest of the day, you did the hardest thing first. The worst thing first, you got that done. But if you know today you have to eat on a frog and you keep putting it off, then as you go about your day and as you try to accomplish different things throughout your day, the only thing you're gonna be thinking about is I still gotta eat that stinking frog. But if you just eat the frog first, then it's over with. So my challenge for you is whatever your most important priorities are in your day, schedule those first and do those first, get those things done. Whatever your non-negotiables are, the things that have to be done today, again, going back to the questions that you asked yourself the night before, what are my priorities for tomorrow? And use Brian Tracy's rule of three. If I can only accomplish one thing, or two things, or three things, what are those things? Do those first. So many people that struggle with productivity struggle because they put those priorities along with their list of to-dos, their task list for today. But then they get about their morning and they get about the day and they start checking off the small boxes of the little things and they don't go after the big things. Like, well, I'll start on those this afternoon. And then this afternoon happens. You get an unexpected phone call or you end up with a headache or your kid calls and says, I need you to bring me my flute to school because I for forgot to bring it or whatever. And it disrupts your day. And all of a sudden you're at the end of the day and the only thing that you did today were the small things, but you didn't go after the big things. You want to tackle those big things as soon as possible. Being productive is not about checking boxes. Being productive is about checking the right boxes and getting the right things done 
first, all right? So last one, number 14, is eat that frog, all right? That's your 14 things to think about with creating your morning routine. You tie all those together, you answer those questions, and from that you should be able to formulate your own perfect morning routine in combination with your evening routine, and that's going to give you a formula that you can follow and be consistent with. The challenge is implementation, action, and follow through, actually doing it. But I challenge you, I challenge you, what's today, Thursday? Figure this out today, map this out today, Tomorrow, join me right back here tomorrow. I'm going to be talking about how to plan your ideal week and design your high, design your ideal week to be successful and plan your success in advance. I'm going to give that to you tomorrow. So between today, you're going to have morning routine. Tomorrow, you're going to learn about designing your ideal week. You can map all this out this weekend and start this next week. I challenge you to give this a try for 30 days. Let's call it four weeks. Will you accept that challenge? Put challenge accepted if you'll do this. I, I challenge you to apply this formula to your schedule and just see how much it changes what you're able to produce every single week. And I mean, there's so much you can get done in such a short window of time if you are locked in. I mean, I mean I've gone through seasons where I've got a bazillion things going on on my plate. I can have my entire priority list and workday done by noon, like every day. And then I can get about my afternoons doing the things that I need to do elsewhere and around the house. I mean, I mean, I can, I mean, when I'm locked in, game on, rolling in, in the highest level of productivity, I can have like a four hour workday and have my work done. But it's all, it's all about being locked in because I mean, I, I swear if I'm locked in, you can put me up against anybody that's working up a nine or a 10 hour day. And I guarantee I'll get more done in four hours than they'll do in 10 because it's, it's just all about the way you wire your brain and the way you about get yourself programmed. You don't have to kill yourself all day, every day. It's all about wiring yourself to be productive. My, my broadcast today was the formula to create a perfect morning routine that empowers your productivity. I'm not telling you how to create a perfect morning routine that empowers you to work a 12 or 14 hour day every day. I'm telling you to create a perfect, perfect morning routine that empowers your productivity because when you empower your productivity, you're gonna find yourself accomplishing so much more in such a shorter window of time. You're gonna sell, you're gonna find yourself getting a whole bunch of time back and then the matter of, then it's just a matter of what do I what do I want to do with that extra time? Keep working, getting more stuff done, or maybe I spend some more time with my kids. Maybe I spend some more time with my wife. Like like for example, you know, every, every Tuesday I do a dad date with one of my kids. I have four kids. They're all growing, they're all busy, they all got lives, different things that's going on in their world, but I've committed long time ago, you know, I think it's 10 years ago that I wanted to be able to spend personal one-on-one time with every one of my kids. That's not easy because I'm a busy dude. So I committed every Tuesday afternoon. So every Tuesday I pick up one of my kids from school and I take them out for an evening. We do an activity of their choice. I take them out to dinner and I just spend uninterrupted time with that one kid all evening. I've been doing that for 10 years, every Tuesday without fail. It's not always easy. But if I wanna be able to commit that time, that kind of time to my kids and take an entire half a day off, I've got to be locked in. So I lock in. I make sure that when I go into my Tuesday, I am locked in so I can have my work done by noon so I can eat lunch, do my exercise, be leaving by one to go pick up my kids from school. Then the rest of my day, I'm out. But 
But imagine if you were locked in the way you need to be and producing and efficient and productive the way you need to be. What could you do with that extra time? What would you want to do? What should you do with that extra time? Maybe it's more time with your family. Maybe it's more time in your business. Maybe it's more time for your health. Maybe it's more time for a hobby. Maybe it's more time to create some balance between your work, your life, your loves, the things that you want, the, the gifts that the Lord has given you. What, what does that look like? Empowering your productivity is about equipping you to be as efficient and productive as possible in the shortest amount of time as possible so that you can live your life in a way that's balanced across all of your hobbies, not just with the things that we have to do to earn money and pay bills. All right, that's what I got for you today, y'all. Y'all are amazing and I appreciate you. I know 50 minutes of your time is so valuable. So I hope you enjoyed that one with me this morning. Uh, love y'all, appreciate y'all. Have a beautiful day. Get about your day, get about your goals, get about your stuff. Take what you've learned today, apply it, implement it, map it out. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And until then, guys, have a beautiful day. See you guys later.